Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. Coach Shep, same experience of you know, elevating. Yeah. Elevate. yeah, there's been a lot of talks. Uh, I know how much you love hearing you talk. Coming out of the game Saturday, that ASU provided some kind of a blueprint on how to slow this Husky offense down. Do you buy that? You know, it's our job as coaches to prepare our players and get them ready to go for the game. And um, uh, believe me, um, I've had some sleepless nights to this point. So, um, and many of us have to make sure that we are prepared for this next one. So ultimately, you know, that's not something that uh, just happened this week, though. That's been going on since day one. Mm-hmm. So our next opponent will be our next opponent, and uh, our players will be prepared to put pressure on and uh, and not experience the pressure. Yeah. What, what have you seen as far as the reaction from the kids? We know your reaction, but the reaction from the kids to Saturday in practice this week leading up to Stanford. It's been a very physical practice. Uh, that That's for certain. Uh, our offensive line, uh, even our scout team, they've upped their level of, uh, of intensity in practice. And, and so it's been a much more violent practice, um, even, even more so. So, you know, obviously you as a coach don't want things to be reactionary in terms of how things go. But at the end of the day, um, that's how we want football to be played. Um, it is a violent sport. And you have to be willing to to strike people, okay? Um, you cannot allow Freddie Soft to sit on your shoulder and tell you don't hit somebody when you know doggone well that you should be hitting them. So we're going to make sure our guys uh, are rejecting Freddie Soft. Yeah, we first heard about Freddie Soft last year when you first showed up here. I, I thought Freddie Soft was gone forever. Did it creep itself maybe back in to the kind of environment here last week? You know, it's the dog days of the season, so you have to feel comfortable with the ordinary things that you do over and over again. So, you know, and and when it starts to get mundane, guess what? Freddie tends to show his face around here, and uh, we got to do a great job of rejecting him and making sure that – it doesn't show up on Saturday. Yeah, yeah. How about Jalen uh, McMillan? Um, I guess the word is he might be back Saturday. Jeremy, we don't know. Is that kind of the attitude that you're taking now? Certainly. Um, you hit the nail right on the head. Um, we're not 100% sure, but those guys are definitely doing everything in their power to um, get themselves ready to play for Saturday. So um, we'll see how, you know, tomorrow's uh, one of our last rigorous practices before we get some walkthroughs in and whatnot, see how they feel after that, and then we'll go forward. But uh, uh, those guys have been super encouraging to their teammates and have been around and been involved in everything. So um, if they're ready to go, they'll, they'll hit the ground running. Yeah, Coach, Stanford on paper, all the rankings defensively look like they're struggling mightily. 
Um, can't think about that, obviously, though. What, what do you see on film and tape from this Stanford defense that should be of utmost concern for Saturday? I saw a team that went into Boulder, Colorado, and and especially in that second half, they they fought their tails off. Mm-hmm. Like, and you you see that from a team, you know they're going to be excited to be at home against a top top 10 team, top 5 team, whatever they rank us at nowadays, um, you know they're going to be fired up. So if they bring that same type of energy and vibe um, throughout the entire game, then of course, you know, we'll be in a dogfight once again. But, you know, Coach DeBoer said it, we're made for this. This is what we're made for. We're made for these moments. And um, this is another one, yet another one of those moments where our guys have to go out there and prove to the rest of the country that we belong here. Thanks, man. Thank you. Scott Huff. Scott, I guess the first thing is, is that when you guys put out your players of the week for the Arizona State game, notice there were no big guys on either side. Yeah. Was that uh, from the outside looking in, that means maybe yeah, you guys we were trying to send we a message? We, yeah, we didn't feel like we played good enough. So, um, yeah, that's pretty, pretty I obvious. Didn't know, I didn't know that was an option. No. You guys- <laughs> no, I mean, we had there was obviously some good stuff, but overall we just felt like we didn't play to the standard. Okay. And uh, the beard? Is that starting fresh? Yeah, I, I got it. was getting out of control. I, I was looking like yours a little bit, trying to tighten it up a little bit. I was just wondering if you needed a new, no, like, no, like the t- like maybe it was like a renewal no, of everything. No, here. no, 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 <laughs> no. I'm not that important, or, or well, I guess I am superstitious, but no, not like that. No. <laughs> when, it, when when a game like that happens, can you identify root causes really quickly? Because it because I know by the end of the game, it, it felt like maybe you guys had kind of gotten it back under control a little bit yeah the guys got a little startled early on they get i mean credit to them they gave us some some good looks and some stuff that we maybe didn't hadn't totally seen but um but yeah we just i mean unfortunately that stuff sometimes happens i mean you do everything in your power to prevent that from from being the situ, uh, the situation but um yeah you know we gotta we gotta go back and 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 refocus and 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 start over and uh yeah, I mean, the, the best thing that happened was the defense played great, special teams played great. We won the game and a uh, chance to fight another day, but we certainly know that we got to perform better. Can you give us a little peek behind the curtain in terms of the decision-making and how you kind of had to rearrange things maybe mid, midstream during the game? Uh, we just, I mean, most of the stuff, that, personnel-wise, everything was planned. Everything was already pre-scripted, so that had, had nothing. So Landon was going to play that Yeah, much. oh, yeah. Yeah, we definitely had that in the already scripted, and so, um, and that was just... Uh, you know, credit to him. He's been doing some good stuff. So, um, you know, him and him and Parker playing together. You got to, sometimes you got some young guys in there, uh, but they but they you know they they do a really good job and, and they earn that playing time. And so, with that being said, really, if you got to go that route, you really like the idea of putting him at center and bringing uh, Parker back out of right guard where he kind of started. Yeah, we, I think we were probably more so just trying to see if Landon. Um, you know, we, Landon's been practicing good, and so you know he's he's Parker's a little bit older, so it's just a little bit easier maybe for him to play two spots as opposed to a true freshman. Yeah. Okay. And and going back to the kind of the message sent, did they? Do you think based on how you've seen them practice this week, did they receive that message? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. The guys, the guys know. I mean, they 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 got so much pride in what they do. I mean, some it goes without being said. Um, you know, you just try to to go back and show them the things they did good show them the things that we got to get better at um and that really is the same message every week regardless of of how you know we, we play i mean there's there's always, it's never as good as you think it is it's never as bad as you think it is um certainly we know that we didn't play uh to our standard uh last last saturday but the guys the guys have uh 
you know, they, they, they know the standard. They, they know that they didn't play good enough, and so they've definitely been motivated. Do you think it's just that, you know, I mean, obviously it looked like ASU was charging that A-gap. They were really trying to show that they were going to come full blitz, even, even if they didn't. Yeah. It felt like, it, was it just because that tone that was set early that kind of caused problems throughout? Yeah, they, they, I mean, they did a good job. They did a really good job. They timed up some stuff that was just really, really tough, and credit to them. And, um, you know, we obviously know that other people are seeing that film, so we're working to make sure that we can correct those things or have answers for those things in the future. Um and, and just so we can execute better. How much was it communication, too, knowing that you did have a, a true freshman in there playing uh, extended minutes at you know center? The, the, the communication piece certainly is always always plays important. Some of it's just the timing of the way that they did stuff. They timed some stuff up really well. Some of it was just bad bad eyes, uh, you know, some, some missed calls, for sure. So communication always plays a role in it. Do you buy the idea that the, the, the more you're winning and, and the more you're taking everyone else's best shot, that it's just getting tougher and tougher to win the, the farther you go on? Oh, for sure. I mean, that's 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 the situation you want to be in. You want everybody's best shot. I mean, you absolutely do. That's what you – I mean, you know, we've, we've had years like that before here and um, uh, certainly in, in, in your career. I mean, that's that's the way it goes. That's that's what you want. You don't want – you want to be the team rolling in where uh, they, they're already chalking up a W. You know, you want everybody's best shot. Yeah. And in terms of just the idea of trying to bounce back and really show your best stuff – do you buy into the idea that going on the road maybe is a it becomes a good thing for you guys or something that the coaches can use to your advantage? Uh, I just think I don't know that the road has anything to do. I just think it's just another opportunity to go out and play. You know, guys are working hard. It's an opportunity to go do what they love to do, and uh, and obviously we get to go on the road, um, so that's exciting. Do you feel good? I know Julius warmed up uh, against Arizona State. Do you feel good that he can get yeah, back there? Yeah, he's been. Yep, yep. He's been he's been practicing all week and. Uh, you know, I think I think this is knock on wood. I think this is as healthy as we've been in a while. So I'm I'm, I'm excited about that. Thanks. Yep. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Coach Schmidt, what did you see after you watched film for Arizona State? I just thought the guys did a good job of, of uh, you know, staying the course. I think there was some confidence there that, you know, we'd get a, a, a good couple of plays and, and be able to put those plays together and get them off the field. It wasn't perfect. I mean, they... They did some things. You got to give them some credit running the football. That was that was different, and and uh, and 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 did some things with shifts and motions and things like that to be able to to get leverage on us. And we got to do a better job of being able to uh, to recognize those things and set edges and things like that. But I did think like you know our guys had some confidence that you know we're gonna do a good job here, and eventually we'll get a a, a play to get them off uh, get them off schedule and get them behind the change, and then we'll get off the field. I, sometimes just some things seem like they are out of sync. Did it seem at times there are things just a little out of sync and just trying to get back in and just kind of shaking your head? Yeah, I mean, I think there's a norm. You know what I mean? You get used to playing in games, and, and uh, you know, we probably um, have had a pretty um, a pretty set, um, you know, um, way of games have started for us. Like, we've started fast in most games and, and been able to get out to a lead. But, you know, I think you're always, as a coach, making sure that, you know, you talk to guys like, hey, man, like, no matter if it's, 
we're up early, down early. You know, what I mean, we give them all the statistics as far as getting off to to good starts and how that can help you win the football game. But at the end of the day, like it's you know, what I mean, there's there's just certain days where. You know, maybe it's not clicking on offense and, and uh, you know, whether that's because of weather or injury or defense or whatever it is, like we tell our guys, hey, there's no reason you can't play championship defense every single day. And then and to get out here and that's about playing with effort and desire. And, and I think, you know, that's the part that I think our guys do a good job of. We're not always perfect, but guys are, are, are biting and scratching and clawing and doing everything they can to to make sure that they're trying to uh, to execute their job. And I think as long as you do that and guys are playing hard, you can you can mask some of your mistakes and it'll uh, it'll make some of your mistakes uh, you know less exposed because of how hard guys are playing. I think sometimes we get a little spoiled. You only gave up seven points. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, and, and Mish got six of them back too as well, right? So, uh, you know, and, and then to be able to do a good job and, 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 uh, and block a field goal, you know, I mean, that's a lot of defensive guys out there too as well. So I think... You know, it was. Uh, you know, you look at it at the end of the day, like we're trying to make sure that uh, that that scoreboard has as, the least amount of points on it as as humanly possible. You know what I mean? So I think our guys, like I said, it wasn't it wasn't perfect by any stretch of the imagination, but there was, I think, a confidence that you know we were going to be able to uh, to make a play, get them off schedule, get them behind the change, and then eventually that's going to lead to us being able to get off the field. So now the challenge is, you know, more three and outs. Let's do a better job of of uh, getting the ball back to our offense faster and and getting those guys as many possessions in a game as we can. I think, I don't think people are aware how different some people watch a football game. When you're watching the football game, when Mish made that interception, were you watching the ball? Were you watching Mish? Or are you watching the guys during, your guys during the game? What are you watching? Yeah, we're watching protections and we're watching, you know, just uh, alignments of our players and, and uh, you know, just making sure that, uh, that our guys are doing their job and that you know we know the play so when they come off in between uh in between series we can give them good information and and everybody's everybody's responsible for a certain part of the field you know what i mean and then obviously you get together and and we know who's responsible for what part of the field so you know we'll get together at the end of possessions and ask the person like hey what was the route what was the protection what was the run play all that kind of stuff and then we just you know as you get to a game there's only so many plays that an offense is going to have so now when they get into certain formations and stuff like that you can be like hey this is what they're running out of this formation so be ready for it so if they get you early in the game they're probably going to come back to it at some point you want to make sure that your guys are prepared to be able to defend it when they see it again in your room who graded out well after the game you know Braylon was was pretty good he uh just especially in pass rush situations i think he had three or uh, four quarterback knockdowns and a lot of them were you know he's beating guys clean they're just getting the ball out of uh, out of his hand a lot um Sakai graded out pretty well, um, too, as well. You know, I think those two guys uh, um, have been pretty consistent here. Um, you know, Zion, too, as well. You can throw him in there. He's, you know, uh, he's got to do some things yet in the uh, in the run game stuff that we want him to do better. Um, but he did a good job, too, as far as uh, being able to to get off the ball and uh, and be able to um, to beat some one-on-ones there. And, and I think the biggest thing, you know, with those guys is it, 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 if the production numbers aren't there is – making sure the ball's getting out of the QB's hand in a hurry. You know, we haven't given up any explosive pass plays up to this point. Really, the ones we've given up have been thrown at or behind the line of scrimmage, and they've been able to, uh, you know, make some plays in the screen game and stuff like that. So we got to make sure we continue that. we gotta, we got to get after the passer and make people feel like it's hard for them to throw it down the field. And if they do that, we got an opportunity to be able to, to, uh, to hit the quarterback. Yeah, on uh, Misha's pick six, one of the things I noticed, because I notice weird stuff, Sakai, or running. Did, did you notice that? Yeah, yeah, I didn't. Uh, I noticed it, and I was hoping that. And it was him and the quarterback and Mish, and it was like, hey, one of those things where you talk about, like, hey, man, we gotta, 
you know, it's the only defense or the only offensive play we teach on defense is, you know, you're going from D to O and it's a fast break up the sideline and, and you're protecting the bottom of the numbers and block in front and stay on your feet and don't cut anybody and don't block anybody in the back. And there was a point there where I thought the quarterback kind of maybe trying to turn his back to Mish a little or uh, to uh, to Sakai. And it was like, hey, he did a good job. Just shield the guy away. Let Mish make a cut and don't, uh, you know, what I mean, don't make a, uh, a, a big play, you know, don't make don't do something foolish to to um you know to to negate a big play that we had there yeah just also just i'll end this pretty quick but wanted to ask you about braylon you know he got a lot of preseason accolades and a lot of people are just looking at the sack numbers and where the sack numbers may not be there it looks like his production is still there in getting the hurries and stuff and you know a lot of the stuff where people tend to forget about him you know, nationally because the numbers aren't there. How is he impacting things? And, you know, what are you hearing from the NFL scouts with just the lack of sack numbers? Yeah, I think those guys come in and, and understand that, um, you know, I, I don't think there's a game yet where it hasn't been like, hey, man, we got to make sure that we know where eight's at and that we take care of eight and that, uh, you know, teams aren't, you know, game planning to, to make sure that, that he doesn't hit the quarterback and that, you know, they get the ball out of his hand in time and things like that. So, um, obviously, you know, what I mean, it's never it's it's a battle out there for him. You know, what I mean, to to be able to constantly have to work against chips and things like that. But I mean, I think it, it's kind of the nature of the game when you're a good player. That's those are the things you got to fight against. And we're trying to move him around a little bit and, and get him into some uh, advent, advantageous positions. But at the end of the day, like I said, if we're winning football games and we're not giving up explosive plays, and a big reason of that is because. We feel like our edge rushers are good players. If you do go one on one, like they're gonna, they're gonna, you know, win a majority of the time. And if you have to, you know, put more numbers on those guys, that's less guys that can go out and be able to beat you in the throw game. So, so yeah, I mean, it's it's a little bit give and take. But at the end of the day, I think the good thing about Braylon is, is that you know he's confident. He's a good player. You know, you watch the film and and you can see it even on Saturday night. Like he's, I mean, he's a handful. I mean, there's a lot of guys that are going backwards and he's going forwards and. And he's around the quarterback, breathing on him a lot. And he might not be getting sacks, but the guy's on the ground after he throws it. He's right around the guy after he throws it. I mean, those are those are things I think that add up. And and uh, as a quarterback like that, that clock is is ticking in the back of your mind, like, hey, I can't hold on to the football here, or I'm gonna get I'm gonna get hit. Sorry, if this was asked, but um, I talked to Coach Huff, and he said it basically sounded like the the coaches were trying to send a message to the linemen on both sides because you guys didn't have players of the game listed. No strength guys, no big guys. Um, do you feel like they they responded well to that message? Yeah, I mean, for us, we you know we included Misha. Like he's a, he's in the husky position, I guess, for us, which is you know that's a position that you could categorize as a as a outside linebacker type hybrid for us off yeah. of that. But um, I mean, our guys they they don't need you know I mean that to get motivated. I don't feel like our guys understand like hey man like. There's a responsibility. I have to make sure that I'm doing my job and do it at a high level no matter what week it is, no matter who we're playing. So I think most of those guys are intrinsically motivated. And, uh, you know, if there's a, a situation where, you know, they know that they make a mistake or something like that, it's we're on them. But they're, they, they at this point, they, they can coach themselves. They understand what's going on and what they need to do in order to be successful. Also specifically to Stanford, what's the specific demands with their quarterback system? It seems pretty unique to what you guys have seen so far this year. Yeah, a lot more under center, which you don't see as much anymore. Um, you know, being able to get into some, uh, some what I would call bigger sets with, uh, with receivers lined up at wings and, you know, I mean, running backs lined up there and things like that. I think they do a really good job of being multiple formationally and, and getting in different formations and different personnel groupings. So you got to do a good job of understanding where guys are aligned and what they like to do when they're aligned there. And, and uh, you know, I think that's something that we've really 
you know, harped on this week because we just don't we don't see teams, you know, get under center and run the football and even some of the, you know, being under center and having a having a back over the tackle instead of right behind the, the QB and things like that. Those are some unique things that you don't see in college football very often. And the dual quarterback seems also another unique piece. Yeah, I think, you know, looking early on, I think it was kind of 50-50 and now it's maybe gone a little bit more, um, you know, maybe 80-20 off of that and, and maybe uh, running one guy more than the other and things like that. So, yeah, you got to have a plan for both guys when they come in and make sure you know who's at, not only, like I said before, who's at tight end and right. who's lining up at wing and all that kind of stuff, but also who's playing quarterback. Sure. Yep. Thanks. Yep. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.